and welcome to Past Phone Podcast. We're so excited to have you all here. Um, so we just wanted to go through some quick inter- introductions before we actually jumped into today's episode because you guys don't know us and I feel like that's kind of important to know your hosts. Yes. So we're both freshmen at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And my name is Masa Abood and um, I'm studying computer science and I'm from a Chicago suburb. My name is Yasmin Atari. I'm also a freshman <laughs> at Madison. I'm a pre-nursing major and I'm from Wisconsin, like the Milwaukee area. And we just wanted to start this podcast to just get all of our thoughts out because we have so much to say. Yes. So to start off, Masa and I met this year, actually, at a meeting, uh, like a club meeting. And I guess we just clicked right away. We did, except we clicked. Okay. At the club meeting, I feel like we didn't like click. Yeah. But then we hung out and it was just like perfect. It was really good. It was funny because we didn't actually talk. We just got Mm -hmm. each other's socials. Yeah. And then I was like, we should hang out. And then we did. And now we're here setting a podcast together. Yes. So that's kind of insane. That is. We found we have a love for matcha, going Mm -hmm. to cafes and doing homework. Of course. Health. Yes. The gym. Yes. Doing literally doing anything and everything. Yeah. If that makes sense. Just we're like down. we're both down. We're both down to do whatever. <laughs> exactly. Whatever crazy ideas we have, we're both down to do it. And it feels like I've known you like my whole life. And we met what, two months ago, three months ago? That's insane. That is crazy. Wow. Wow. Cause we do a lot of the same things. We have like the same mind. We were talking we about this. We're like the same person. No, we are. We're like carbon copies, as I like to say. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, genuinely, we've gone through, there's not a single experience that I feel like we haven't had separately, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I know, like, a lot of people have, a lot of people have the same experiences, but it's just unreal. Like, we were both vegan. Yeah. Which, I feel like, I don't know. I was vegan for a year and a half. How long were you vegan for? Like, three months. Okay. So, like, similar, but it's just, like. I don't know. It's, like, little things like that. And then we had very similar health and fitness journeys. And then, like, struggling to find balance. And Mm -hmm. then, like. The weightlifting and then we switched to like the more lower intensity things I don't know yeah. and then a lot of life experiences we had very similar family like backgrounds yes. growing up which I guess that might make us similar like we're yeah. both independent I would say and like somewhat struggle with our emotions yes very see and that was part of the reason we were like we need to start a podcast because we both have a really bad tendency where we hold things in yeah and so like we can just let everything out here whether it's like we rant one week about all of our problems. Yeah. <laughs> or it's a good or it's a good week. So. Or a grateful week, you know. But yeah. I don't know. I thought I think that's really interesting. Like yeah. who knew? Like we would both end up at the same place, be the same person. I know. Go on this journey together. <laughs> I'm so happy Madison brought us together. I know. Also, can we talk about this is our first podcast? It took us we started trying to record at eight o'clock. It's currently nine fifty-two. Um we struggled. Like a lot of effort went into setting up the podcast not even recording it we we just started recording but like setting it up so much effort so much we literally bought a whole like set <laughs> and we could not figure out how to use it for the life of us but our school has a recording booth and shout it, out madison yeah <laughs> it's really nice so. and it has yeah it's nice equipment it took us a little bit to figure out how to use it but here we are coming to hopefully the sound sounds amazing if not I don't know if you can leave a comment, but leave a comment. Let us know. <laughs> and rate us five stars, please. Please. And I hope you all are following our TikTok and our Instagram account. It's both Pass the Phone Pod. 
Yep. So this week we wanted to talk about the value of health. Basically how being healthy is more than just looking a certain way, like eating well, taking care of yourself and listening to your body. So what is healthy to you? So I've been through a very long like wellness journey and health journey. So I think a huge thing is like a healthy mind means healthy body, healthy everything. It's not just how you look. And I think that's something that I'm still learning that took me so long to get to where I am at this understanding. But it's eating well, taking care of your body, listening to your your body and listening to your brain and everything. It all comes together. So it's not just it's not just how you look, mm-hmm. but it's mental and everything else. I agree with that. And I feel like as a kid, I would have defined healthy as working out, eating well, and also being like stick thin skinny. Yep. Because I feel like also in the media, you see, oh, healthy this, healthy that. It's a girl with six pack abs, 11 line abs. And I feel like that was always ingrained in my brain. And as a kid, I was never quote unquote healthy. Even my lifestyle, I was not healthy. I went, we, my family went to McDonald's like once a week. Yeah. And so like seeing this idea of what healthy is, it made it almost seem like unattainable. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. But now I see healthy as again, having all around health. Like your mind has to be healthy. Your body can be healthy, but not look like a model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you look up healthy online, you see that it is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce that word. <laughs> Maybe just like sickness. But yeah. Something you said right now that I just want to touch on is like, you can be the healthiest you are when your body looks, quote unquote, the unhealthiest. Mm-hmm. Like you can be at the heaviest weight you've ever been at, but you're the healthiest you've been. Yeah. Because that could also take into account your mindset, whether, the, whether that's your restricting. Mm-hmm which can is unhealthy unhealthy even though you might look healthy yeah which I think that's a good like way to define health is just like feeling good mm-hmm. mentally physically yeah and socially which yeah. I never really thought of when I think of healthy which is a huge thing actually like yeah. we can touch on this more later but yeah I'm gonna tell you about my health journey okay so my so I was always pretty active I was just more built when I was younger Mm -hmm. I would say kind of how we were talking about that I wasn't always the skinniest thin Mm -hmm. child I wasn't in any means actually I was always on like the heavier side I guess yeah and then during the beginning I always had this mindset which was really toxic but I was like oh I have to lose I have to lose because I was always bigger than my friends I hated it right so then during the beginning of COVID I was kind of lazy you know Mm -hmm. lockdown I was like whatever but then later on like the December of my junior year so I went into lockdown my second half of sophomore year so it was the beginning of junior year I started going to the gym consistently and I was like weight training heavily so I was doing like heavy weights you know like all of that squatting deadlifting deadlifting all out and then I feel like it turned into a very obsessive tendency where I was at the gym all the time it was an all or nothing mindset I treated fitness as a punishment for like what I ate rather than a privilege so I didn't Mm -hmm. really take like I didn't look at it as a privilege when it really was. And then I would abuse the gym going two times a day sometimes, which led to like injuries and burnouts. And then I was just not giving my body the proper time to recover. I wasn't listening to my body or my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned that like the all or not minds or all or nothing mindset was actually really bad because I lost idea of moderation. And then I became like addicted and obsessed to the idea of the gym and how I looked, not how I felt. Yeah. And now, so I hurt my back a little bit 
last year. Yeah. I can't remember exactly the month, but I neglected that for a while. And then I realized I have a herniated disc recently. So now I lost the luxury of working out because I wasn't listening to my body. That's basically my fitness journey. Well, it's like interesting to see the how like you thought you were being healthy. You thought you were like, I don't know, you saw like, oh, that's, this is on TikTok. This is on like magazines, articles, like working out this much, do this, do that. And it's like like the 75 hard challenge, like which no hate on it at all. But it's like it tells you to work out twice a day and all this stuff. And I think you can do it if you do it and you do it correctly, like it can be good for you. But it's like also interesting to see how it's like these like cues that like lead are that are supposed to tell us how to be healthy led you to be in a spot where you can't move your body and your body is like not doing well even. yeah which I, that's like really interesting to see and I guess it's like what are you like now it's like putting you into a journey of doing things that are good for your body yeah taking care of it more exactly and this is kind of what got me so something I didn't touch on is after like weight training I started training for like a half marathon I was running a lot like mm-hmm. probably excessively honestly and I wasn't feeling well and stuff which led to even more burnout, but, like, exactly what you were saying. Like, now I'm doing more, like, yoga-based walking and, like, low impact, and it feels good because that's, I think, what my body needed after being in such high drive and such high-stress states. Yeah. So. So for my, like, fitness or health journey – so, like, as I said before, like, as a kid, I was, like, not healthy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we would go to McDonald's, like, once or twice a week. Like, I would always get a McChicken. That was my order. McChicken Ooh. with fries. So good. I would recommend. <laughs> um, maybe not, like, every day. But it was good. And I, again, was always, like, bigger in school. Like, I never um, – I didn't pay attention to it when I was younger. But then I remember when I hit fourth grade, that's when I started paying attention to it, that I was bigger than everyone else. Because – I, I remember I looked down at my stomach and I saw I was kind of bulging out and I looked around like no one else was like this. So that was like the first day I started sucking in my stomach because I was like, I, I didn't want to like look like that, you know. And so that's kind of like where it started. But I never really did anything about it, about my insecurities or whatever until quarantine, <laughs> sophomore, second semester, sophomore year. And so I started out with like Chloe Ting, like almost everyone yeah. had, did. And that, like, I don't know, I stayed consistent with it, and I, like, got results, and I was, it was good. I was, like, eating well, and I was, it started out good. I had a good mindset, and it was, like, I was seeing results. And then as I, like, furthered into my fitness journey, there was a point in time where I feel like I got kind of, like, restrictive or, like, like not a good mindset with fitness, I would say. I like there was a point where it's like oh I was in a habit of working out every day but it was like if I didn't go to the gym it was that was it was the worst thing it ruined my day so I remember this one time I was at my friend's house and we had a sleepover and I got up at 6 a.m 7 a.m and I went on a run at in her neighborhood and then came back because I couldn't go a day without working out which was like looking back at it like I did I could have missed a day I didn't need to like work out like at a sleepover like I didn't you know, I just I wasn't able to like balance it I would say there was no like enjoying it I couldn't miss a day which is like kind of sad but it's like I don't know I was in that mindset and I don't I would also like think about food a lot I was, I was never like restrictive restrictive but it was like it kind of like takes the joy out of eating food when you're just thinking about what you're eating and it's like so much time is spent on it where it's like I don't like you don't realize how much time how much time you're wasting thinking about what you're going to eat. And it's like, 
you, all that time that you're thinking of, that time you're thinking about food, is time that you could be doing so much uh, many other things that are more productive. Not saying that thinking about what you're going to eat isn't productive, but if you're thinking about it constantly, it's not that productive. Yep. And now I feel like I'm in a better place. Um, I don't, I'm not like that anymore. Like I can miss the gym and feel okay with it. And I don't really like I think I'm good with my food as well like I would say I'm I have a good balance between the gym and food and stuff like that I don't let it be my end-all be-all but it's interesting to see how trying to become healthy led me to become more unhealthy while my body was becoming healthier I would say I was in great shape my mind was not whatsoever and I feel like that's where the line like that's where you see how health can be so tricky you can be healthy in one way your body can be very visibly fit but you can be so unhealthy in so many other ways and i feel like that's where the problem is when trying to define what health is yeah um i agree and that made me think so i remember it was kind of during point a little after i started like my health fitness dream where i was getting a little restrictive too with Mm -hmm. like food and stuff like that and i remember like I don't know. Like, I just found no joy in anything. I think I didn't have a personality. Like, mm-hmm. I lost a lot of my personality because I was so focused on that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think finding a balance and trying to, like, I don't know. Because when you get in that mindset, it's impossible to, like, look at food or something the same. Like, it's yeah. so hard. And it's so hard to look at fitness and stuff the same. Because after you get into that toxic, like, threshold, like, there's, it's so hard to pull yourself out. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like you need to find a balance, but how do you think you can find a balance between like working out to look good, but also feel good? Like, how do you think you can find a balance with this and not lead yourself to a restrictive mindset? I honestly think I still struggle with this. Like, I would love to say that I have it down, but I genuinely don't think I do because I do still struggle with those thoughts and stuff. Like, I'm very hard on myself with working Mm -hmm. out. I'm like, I have to because right now I can't do anything like I yeah. would be running at least four miles a day because yeah. I was you know and now I can't do that so it's like it's so hard for me where it's like I get these like intrusive thoughts where I'm like okay well I didn't work out so I shouldn't be eating that you know what I mean yeah. stuff like that I think genuinely it comes down to like holding yourself accountable and being disciplined in the same way where you're forcing yourself to get nutritious meals and things like mm-hmm. that as you would as like forcing yourself to go to the gym if that makes sense you know yeah. what I mean Holding yourself accountable. I think having masa honestly holds me accountable too. Because <laughs> we'll go out and then we'll be like, okay, let's go get like Forge Kitchen, for yeah. example, or something. So I don't know. I think holding yourself accountable is like one thing I can really say. And then also taking time with yourself and realizing what's triggering it or what's making you feel that way. You yeah. know? I think, okay, when it comes to if you're struggling with your physical appearance and being healthy, where you're in that mindset where you're going to the gym to look a certain way. And that's perfectly acceptable. You can be going to the gym to look a certain way. Most people do. But to not let it get to to a point where it's like, that's all you think about, your physical appearance. I would honestly, something I do is like, I look at myself in the mirror and I just compliment myself. I think oh, first I like, I reconnect, I recorrect my thoughts or I correct my thoughts. So it, whenever I have a negative um, comment towards myself, whether like you look so fat or like you don't look good or whatever, I always catch that and I say, no, I don't look like that. I, you look great, which I think that comes, that goes with holding yourself accountable because you have to hold yourself accountable with your negative self-talk. You can't let yourself be saying those things or else you're going to start believing it. And if you start correcting your thoughts, the, your inner monologue, 
it can be tremendous to your mental health or to your health in general because I feel like what you say to yourself it really does impact it like and that's with anything whether that's like you can't do this or like I can do this even though that's the most basic example I feel like it is it's so true and so that's one thing I would say is holding yourself accountable with your mindset holding yourself accountable with what you say to yourself because maybe you don't believe it but you will start believing it once you do that and if it if you're really struggling with your image maybe just don't look in the mirror sometimes or just like don't look wherever you're you feel the most insecure maybe just don't look at that part of you it might be hard but like if that's what you look at first when you're in the mirror just don't and don't criticize it which can help it's I feel like it's a a lot of accountability discipline but not self-discipline in the sense oh I have to go to the gym after that but you have to recenter that and refocus it onto self-discipline in forcing your not I guess forcing yourself to think well about yourself I love that I actually that's very true I think the stuff you tell yourself inside is what you're gonna feel on the outside yeah I really like the way you put that yeah then another thing I think we wanted to talk about was social health yes I feel like we're going to have another episode on being alone, like how to be comfortable with being alone, because that's something that's important, very important. But I okay, I don't think like before, like researching and preparing for this podcast, I never really thought about social health. It wasn't something that I like considered a part of being healthy, which I don't I guess it is. It makes sense that it's a part of it, but it was kind of surprising because I I never think of that when I think about healthy. I think about mental health and physical health but never your social health. But like, what do you think social health encompasses? So I think it's finding a healthy balance between being alone and being with people and also being with people that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Because I think I'm pretty introverted, but I'm also extroverted when it comes to the right people, you know? But I would say a lot of the time I like being, like I'm comfortable with being alone and it took a long time for me to get there. But I, I truly enjoy being alone. But I feel like, Social health is making sure that I don't isolate to the point where I have no interactions with people. Because I think it's very easy to do that. When you get super comfortable with being alone and doing things alone, it's easy to just feel like you don't need anyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's not good. That's unhealthy. Yeah. That makes sense. And I I do think social health also encompasses surrounding yourself with the right people. And whether that's, like, your friends, your family, which is harder to, like, uh, like surround like not surround yourself with but it definitely does come around to I guess your support system as well like who is it that you reach out to when you need something and I feel like it's so important to have a good support system and have good people around you because without that it I guess it can be unhealthy like if you're with people that constantly make you feel down like let's say your friends are not that nice and they always make you feel bad about yourself you might have people to hang out with but it's like if they're affecting other aspects like other realms of your health that's that shouldn't be happening like they should not be affecting your mental health like that's a sign that you might have to find other friends but also that being with people like surrounding yourself with people in your support system or just in your circles that help help you in other realms of health I think is important so like if you surround yourself with people that also help increase your physical health that's great and also help increase your mental health that's great and I think that's what you should be striving for I feel like in the ideal world you surround yourself with people like where they help you make your physical health 
increase, your mental health increase, and your social health increase, if that makes sense. Like as if, if they're like three cups of water and this social health um, is like a pitcher and you like fill it yeah. in, it, that's a bad analogy. But I feel like that's what you want to strive for with your social health along with having a balance with these people. But it's like having enough time for yourself, surrounding yourself with good people and making sure these people are people that you want to be be like. Like you shouldn't surround yourself with people that are bums. <laughs> like no, no offense to bums. No. But it's like surrounding yourself with people that emulate you or not you or emulate who you want to be, I think will help in all three realms. Exactly. It's like finding an equilibrium. Personally, I found that when I'm with people who have goals, people who want to mm-hmm. strive to be better, I'm pushed to be better and to like do better, you know? Yeah. You can be surrounded, like you were saying, with people. You can be surrounded with so many people, but feel the most alone you've ever felt. Yes. Like, it has to be people who, like, make you have a little, like, ball of whatever, like, happiness inside of you after you leave instead of feeling emptiness. Because I think I've been in a lot of situations where I've been surrounded by people and, like, I'm, like, it seems like I'm having the time of my life with so many people. But genuinely, I just feel empty and, like, alone in a room, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so I think, obviously, finding the group of people who make you feel happy is so important and if you haven't found those people it's okay but like do you have any tips on to how how to find these people or I genuinely think you live your life how you want to live it and the people will come you know like mm-hmm. for example like eating healthier like going to the library and studying like putting a focus on school things like that like we found each other because we have such similar things yeah. you know so I feel like that would probably be my tip like just live how you want to live and the people will come you know I kind of agree with that I feel like people will come in certain areas that you want to find them but I think you also have to put an effort into like finding these people like if you're still in school like I maybe join a club with these qualities and I don't know how to help if you're out of school because that's one thing I've been thinking about is how do adults make friends so like when I think of mental health I think about so it's like your brain feels good but to me, like when I feel like my mental health is in a good situation, I'm almost feeling content with where I am. I like there's not a lot of negative self-talk. Like I don't hate myself when I have good <laughs> mental health. Um, and it's kind of like I guess like my brain has the best ideas out for me. It's like no negative self-talk. It's like where your brain is looking out for you. Because yeah. I think a lot of the time when I have, like, bad mental health or, like, I'm plummeting, like, mm-hmm. my brain almost wants to self-sabotage. Yeah. Like, and it goes back to, like, the whole just health as an overall thing. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a bad mental state, I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be so, I'm be like, I have to go to the gym. Like, I'm going to use it as punishment. Or I'm going to yeah. be, like, even with schoolwork, like, if I have a good mental, like, I'm in a good mental state, like, I'm able to balance out my schoolwork and not look at it as a punishment or, like, mm-hmm. as something bad. Like, I look at it as something good. I'm like, oh, I get the privilege of studying. I get the privilege of, like, doing this homework or, like, yeah. understanding what I'm doing. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and that goes back to the idea of having a good mindset. Yeah. Which I don't think, like, I... If you are, like, struggling with mental health, let's say you're depressed, you have another um, mental illness, it might be harder just to switch your, like, how you're thinking. But in general, I feel like your mindset is a big factor. But with mental health, like, have you, like, struggled with mental health in the past or... 
Yeah, and okay, obviously we're not saying like if you're like this is just based off of our experience. Yeah. Like it's not medically like yeah, <laughs> whatever. But I think a big thing for me was during COVID being isolated from everyone. I think mm-hmm. it was honestly my eighth grade freshmanish year. Yeah, and then going into COVID a little bit. But I think I was at my lowest. I just, like, had a really bad self-esteem. Yeah. I had really bad, I don't know, like, I didn't find enjoyment in anything. And I think, like, that's still something I struggle with. So I think that might have be a reason why I have, like, obsessive tendencies when I find something that makes me happy. Like, I latch on to, like, the gym, for example, and stuff yeah. like that. I feel like I didn't have any, like, creative outlet or something to, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I felt no, like, I didn't, like, I nothing really excited me. You know what I mean? Like, I felt yes. like it was an endless cycle, school home like just sleep every single day you know yeah so I would say that was pretty low time in my life I mean I think also social media obviously this is a whole different thing but had a huge impact on that I mean I was constantly because this is when I was like getting into you know snapchat instagram all of that stuff I didn't know how to use it because you know it was just given to me like so I think that was a huge thing and then also just the transition to high school I think was really lonely it was just a lot yeah and then obviously, I think I still do. I have anxiety. Like, yeah. I think it's kind of like just a really broad term. And I, maybe not anxiety, but I'm anxious. I'll put it that way. Instead yeah. of like saying I have like this disorder. But I think I'm a very anxious person. I overthink a lot, which I hate. I really hate my overthinking. Um, um, For me, I feel like, like, obviously, I'm not, was not diagnosed with anything. But I feel like I've struggled with my mental health, like, middle school. Weirdly, like, middle school yeah. and, like, freshman year. I definitely was at a low point. I, like, I hated the way I looked. I had such a low low self-esteem. And it's just, like, I wouldn't, like, I always had, like, a passion for, not a passion for something. I always, like, was doing something and, like, had stuff to do. It wasn't like I felt like a, like a loss. Mm-hmm like no drive or anything but it was more so just like I had such low Mm self-esteem and that like affected how I felt about myself like I wasn't like loving myself I didn't look in the mirror and think wow you're amazing whatever I always like hated how I looked and I it was like such a big part of me growing up so I've always struggled with that and that definitely affected my mental health because it led to me talking negatively to myself and that's like detrimental. And even I feel like I started that habit of talking negatively to myself as a, as a young child. I remember saying it to myself in elementary school, like, you're so stupid, which doesn't seem like that bad. But I feel like as like life goes on, it's like, it's, it's bad to talk bad about yourself. And I always struggled with like, loving myself, loving all parts of myself. Yeah, I even struggle with that today. But I feel like I'm in a much better position. And when I reached, honestly, I feel like quarantine helped with my like self-esteem with how I felt about myself because it was more I guess I like shifted my mindset I also went through a huge like journey which we can talk about of like becoming more healthy mentally and physically where I started like reading books about like changing your mindset but I started reading a lot of like self-help books and I listened to podcasts which was really helpful honestly I loved Diary of a CEO even though that was not really like the same I know that one. It's really good. I recommend it. But I don't know. I went through a huge like shift and I was just like, I was also, I went a part of myself that I really struggled with is like, I felt like I was, I went through a point in my life where I felt like I was so boring. Like there was nothing about me. Me too. I'm still in that phase. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, 
I like that also affected my mental health because it's like I didn't have like the sense of who I was like my purpose or anything like that so it's like when you feel like you're so boring and you hate yourself and you hate how you look it's just like not a good combination and so I think that was part of why I felt so down it was like I felt so boring I felt like people didn't want to be around me literally the when she said that you see my facial expressions because literally I know it's because no I genuinely like 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 you I couldn't have said it any better like I think that obviously like I hated how I looked honestly mm-hmm. I think it started elementary school yeah like I, I agree I was surrounded by the prettiest people ever like shout out to everyone in my <laughs> elementary middle school high school like prettiest people ever I always felt like I have I have curly hair like dark thick curly hair brown eyes which isn't something you see a lot where I went to school you know yeah so that was one factor heavier side another factor I hated yeah. I felt like I looked wrong like I yeah. didn't belong I don't know I don't know um so that was that was something and then the whole thing of feeling like like you don't know who you are. Yes. Like, I genuinely, I think this was more high school, where, like, everyone started going to parties, like, going out, things like that. It's, like, I don't know. I just felt boring. Like, I didn't know. I didn't have my people. I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like, again, you feel like nobody wants to be around you. And so I feel like I felt that a lot in high school as well, because it's, like, what is setting me apart from these other people? And what didn't help is I was shy. Like, I felt like, like, I couldn't talk to people. Like, I could talk to people I was close with, but it's, like, the people in my class, like, I would struggle, like, what do I say to this person? Which also made me feel like I was boring because I couldn't, like, muster up a conversation. And so, along with this huge journey of becoming, like, (laughs) better mentally, better physically, and listening to all these podcasts, I started, like, I started trying to figure out who I was. Like, I watched a ton of videos on socialization too, on having conversations, on all this stuff. But I, it was also like what I didn't know is like kind of a journey of finding who I was, which included journaling. Like, I love that. It's kind of like, I would just like journal about what I liked or like, what is my favorite color? What is the story? Stuff like that. Like through this journey, it's like, I kind of worked on three things, I would say. My physical, I wouldn't say health, but how I looked, I worked on that. How, I, how my brain talked to myself and thought about myself. And a big part of my journey, I feel like, would be my socialization skills, which is also one of my biggest insecurities, still is one of my biggest insecurities, how I talk to other people. I think I worked on those three things, which I think combined somewhat helped me have a better mental, have better mental health because now I like say yeah I don't like my body on some days but I wouldn't say I completely hate it and I've become more at peace with it more than like I have to change this Mm -hmm. of course I still struggle with it but it's not like this thing I'm thinking about 24 7 and yeah see that's something I still think I need to work on because I I think that it is an all-consuming thought for me Mm -hmm. still like, even though I like to think that I feel better about it, but it's, I don't think I do. Like, I, yeah. I just think I need to work on that. But then also something that you were saying with, like, finding yourself. I think a lot of the time it's hard to connect with people when you don't even really know who you are, you yeah. know? And it's like, I don't know. I still think that's something I'm also working on, like, figuring out who I am. And finding yourself is such a broad statement to say. It's not an easy task whatsoever. Have I found myself? Maybe bits and bits and pieces but not like not yeah. entirely whatsoever. I think personally, I think journaling is helpful. 
I do too. See, like with that, I think it's I didn't know my personality like before the mm-hmm. gym. Like I genuinely did not know who I and I still don't. Yeah. Which really bothers me because like you're also young. We're that's both true. young. It's not like you're not. I think it's harder to find yourself when you are younger because it's you're in this growing period. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the phase. I think it's called adult adolescence. Oh, I've learned about this in psychology. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like this is the period of our life where you do start to figure mm-hmm. out who you are. And going into adulthood. 18 to, like, 24, I think it is. Yes. <laughs> and then also, okay, this is huge, actually. And, like, I don't think that it's talked about enough. But, like, being insecure in how you look is one thing, right? But then yeah. you were saying, and, like, I took this, I absorbed it. I really resonated with it. But being insecure about your personality. And, like, yes. that's a huge thing. And I think I recently realized that I'm very, in, like, I'm an insecure person. But it's not yeah. just about how I look. It's about my personality. Because I think I'm also a very quiet person. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I don't know. I always have these lingering thoughts. Oh, I'm so boring. I'm so boring. Whatever. So yeah. I was in the car with my brother the other day. And he was like, you are so quiet. He's like, you never talk. And, like, I think, like, it comes off like um, like a malicious thing. Yeah. But, like, it's genuinely, like, I think I'm someone who likes to listen and absorb more than I like to talk. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. And I think that it took me a while to learn that, that you don't always have to be talking. Yeah, you don't. But, like, no. And sometimes it's better to just sit there and listen and take things in rather than talk. You'll learn a lot. And I'm not saying that, oh, stop talking. Like, no, like, if you're a talkative person, that's great. You probably keep conversations going, things like that. But if you're also someone who's quiet and shy, then that's also great. Because mm-hmm. I think middle school me, like, eighth grade probably, seventh to eighth grade, I was very talkative. And I think I did that to fill the void that I didn't know who I was, if that yeah. makes sense. I would talk about the stupidest things and it was honestly so unbeneficial. And that's normal. It was a part of growing. Like, it's fine. But going into high school, I think I got a lot more quiet and, like, withdrawn and stuff. And, like, I don't know. I think it's because I had nothing to add to the conversations almost, yeah. you know? So I would, like, listen and then I would add in if I had something. So. I think it's interesting. Um about how you in eighth grade like just started talking a lot to like fill I guess like a void but I think it's I saw a while ago I don't know where I saw this but I remember reading it maybe it was like a Instagram post a Reddit post or whatever but it's like introverts spend their whole life trying to be extroverts and I think that's so interesting because it's like that's somewhat true it's like I've read all these books to be more talkative to be more social to be more extroverted when that might not be entirely in my nature and it's like I think it's good to have good communication skills and good like conversation skills but it's not you don't have to necessarily change everything about yourself like you can still be quiet Mm -hmm. you can still be very calm you can still be very chill and that's perfectly acceptable but you don't have to try to change yourself to be this whole other like extroverted really talkative friends with everyone which I think is something that like I've learned to accept like I may not be like that but I'm still like your own way yeah yeah I agree with that because like thinking about it like I might be boring to someone else and that's totally okay you know you're allowed to be boring to people you know like being boring is okay and you're not boring it's just you might not be you might be boring you know what I'm saying like that people those people I think it's okay to be quieter and accept that about yourself but I also think it's like good to have these good I don't know because like personally when it comes for me sometimes the reason I'm quieter is I'm I'm shy, but in the way where it's like, I'm scared of what other people think of me, or I'm just like, what are they, what if I say this, what are they going to think of me? And so if you're quiet for that reason, I don't think that's like the best mindset because it's basing everything off of other people. And that's why I think it's like, 
I think it's good to definitely get out of your comfort zone and talk to other people and like do weird things. Like I was um, reading this thing where this author, I forgot his name, but he was like, do things that make people think you're like a weirdo and that helps boost your like confidence and helps boost your like, it just like makes, it makes you okay with failure, which I think is super important. Yeah. But so now like I want to talk about physical health again. Um, but at the core, what is physical health to you? I guess being free of, like, injury, okay. too, would be a way to put it. Like, physically, like, going back to my back. But, like, I can't bend down like I used to, yeah. you know? So that's, I guess, physical health. Like, my burn. Have you ever seen us? I did. What is it? I burned my arm. So I was three, and my arm got stuck under the treadmill at my cousin's house. Yeah. And it turned on the treadmill. Oh. I burned my hand. Wow. So I guess. I agree with that, being free of injury. And that could be, like, of any kind, whether that's, like, a sickness, like, a immune system sickness, yeah. whether that's, like, a broken bone or whatever. But also, like, like, like a good, like, mobility, flexibility, mm-hmm. and cardiovascular health. I think it's, like, all parts of your body. Being in good physical health is having all parts of your body being good physical health. It's not necessarily just how you look. It's going back to how you like being able to like you know that only like what one percent or ten it's very low percentage I don't know exactly can run like a mile in the world and I'm not saying you have to go and run but I'm saying like like taking care of your body in terms Mm -hmm. of like being able to do fitness and treat it as you know like a privilege and like when talking about physical health I think a lot of people focus on how your body looks and that determines your physical health but also I think that health goes down to how your body works because uh, sometimes people they look in great like they're in great physical shape they go to the gym every day but they only like weight train and that is like that's like good for you but also their heart their cardiovascular health they never run they Mm -hmm. never do cardio so it's kind of like you look physically fit and you're still working out but are you really like quote-unquote healthy if not all parts of your body are healthy but like I think when I was at like my lowest like relationship with fitness food things like that like I was really under fueling like I Mm -hmm. would go run probably 10 miles with like not enough food at all right so I think yeah I was in the best physical health or like I mean like appearance wise like I looked great but um like bending down to pick something up like I would like like get dizzy or like black out you know and like like that's not healthy yeah that is a no so like that's what I'm saying so like I can look good physically but like you're not fueling your body yeah like also physically I'm not good it's like it's like a pendulum and it's like there's no mid like there's no equilibrium like it's like one side you know what I mean yeah and so like I feel like when going on a fitness journey or not fitness journey when going on a health journey you do have to like balance everything out i guess no it's a huge thing and like personally for me for my physical health i feel like i've always like and a lot of people struggle with but i feel like i've always like not taken care of like maybe my mobility or flexibility and i feel like i can see that coming back to me now because like my ankles are the mobility their mobility is horrible and that does go back to I sprained my ankle twice both of them like I sprained one and then I sprained the other two different two different occasions but I never really took care of myself after that 
and now my ankles I can bear like they're they're not doing too well yeah like I need to work on their mobility like I can't like have a deep squat or do anything like that because of my ankles Mm -hmm. and it's like I, I don't know I feel like I need I've never taken my care of my body in the sense of flexibility and mobility which I think is important for when you're aging and growing older oh yeah and I think personally for me I I think what I've come to realize is I want to focus on physical health and health as a way of treating your future self. How is what I'm doing good for my future self? So in the sense where it's like, let's say you don't work out whatsoever and you're like, you go to the gym, but it's more so like, it's not for how you look. It's so you can treat your future self. So if you don't work out ever in your life and you're just sitting and like you're, I guess, a bum, I don't know if I like using that word, but you just sit and do nothing. You, As you grow older, it's going to be harder to move. Mm-hmm. It's going to be harder for your like heart. And it's like it might make life physically harder. So it's like you might not be able to walk a lot of places. You can't like do things that you normally want to. You can't bend down. Mm-hmm. So it's like I would want to treat it as though it's, think about it as what's good for my future self is what I'm doing right now going to benefit my future self. So if I go to the gym, I do workouts, do things that are good for me and will help me in my future, whether that's being able to walk longer, being able to keep up my flexibility and mobility so that when I'm older, like I can still bend down. I can still like simple, do simple tasks. Yeah. That is I really like that. That's very enlightening. Yeah. Because I think, like, I personally, I'm really struggling right now. Like, I think I'm in this, like, identity crisis for so I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my whole identity, basically, like, which is bad because it's an obsession, was running. Like, I yeah. would run all the time. Like, I loved running. And now that I can't do that, I'm, like, so mad at myself. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't I take a break when I knew I was in pain? Like, why yeah. didn't I stop? Yeah. I didn't listen to, the like, my mom. I didn't listen to my dad. Like, I was like, okay, like, I'm fine. I kept yeah. going. I didn't take a break and now what like I'm struggling with like if I had stopped I would have gotten better so much quicker and I would have been fine but I kept pushing through and like that goes back to not listening to your body like Mm -hmm. it's just like it sucks and now like I'm realizing that like maybe I did something where my future self is gonna really struggle it's like you have to something my English teacher said that I don't know why it stuck with me, but we were we had English papers to write and he was like don't save it for last minute like don't do that to your future self yeah and sometimes I just like like if I'm like oh I have homework I'm like I'll just do it tomorrow I'm like no don't do that to your future self don't save all of it for tomorrow yeah so I don't know I guess you can apply that to like everything fitness and everything like that where it's Mm -hmm. like you can stretch today or you can stretch tomorrow but don't save that like do things for your future self now yeah yeah and get it done now like don't keep saying oh I'll do it later I'll do it later because then your future self is gonna have to deal with Mm -hmm. the consequences I agree make life easier for yourself now I'm passing the phone to some closing remarks. So I hope you enjoyed our talk about health, but it also went on a lot of different tangents, which let us know if you liked it or not on our TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever. Please like DM us on Instagram and give your thoughts because like I think we'd like to know. Yeah, we would like to know. I feel like how we sh- how it's structured, even though there was not a lot of structure to it, but like let us know. Mm-hmm. And we want to start a thing on our podcast where we end with three things that we're grateful for or three things that, I guess, like roses and thorns, but only roses, like three things that we're grateful for just to end the podcast on a good note. Because whether that's today was like a 
it was I was vulnerable. It was kind of neg- sometimes negative. Yeah. So I feel like it'd be good to end your podcast with a happy note. Yeah. And yeah. So one thing I'm grateful for is just like this right now. Like yeah. having you having like the opportunity to do this. Um, because I mean that's a very big like yeah. privilege. Um, my family, especially my mom today, because she came and did all my laundry for me because she don't want me to keep walking up and down, which is really sweet of her. Um, and then third, I'm thankful for my ability my ability to think and do my homework because I have a bio quiz after this. (laughs) I'm thankful again for being like actually doing this podcast, recording this episode um, and the equipment we have here. I think that's great. And it's like, it takes like, it went from a thought to reality, which I think is awesome. Um, I'm grateful for I go. I would say my family. It's really basic, but I'm definitely grateful for them. I saw them this weekend, and it was nice being with them again. Like you forget, like how much you actually do miss your family when you're at college, and I'm just grateful for like providing, letting me go to this college, and being there for me, being like a good family. And then I'm also grateful for. I would say myself in the sense, like my my self-discipline I would say in order to like study to do like just to be able to get things done and for like giving me so many opportunities and giving me like relief of not having too much work to do today like I'm definitely grateful for for myself for doing that oh I love that <laughs> so this has been past the phone podcast with your hosts Yasmin and Masa and we hope to see you next week for a brand new podcast tune in so i'll pass the phone and we'll pick it up next friday bye bye